Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Japanaholic Podcast. And this week, I'll have a special guest on with one of my good childhood buddies of Alex. How you doing today, buddy? Hey, how's it going there, Taylor? Doing all right. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself because obviously, since it's the first time you've been on this podcast, I'll let you take the floor for about a minute or two just to give us some basic info about you. All righty, sounds good there, my buddy. Uh, so I'm Alex. I've been into anime for around nine to ten years now. Started around two, around around 2010. Uh, the people in my f- anime friend groups refer to me as the human my anime list because I can recommend you just about goddamn anything you want to listen or watched, and I'll be accurate on that. And even though I have not watched a whole ton of series, I have a general knowledge on basically everything to ever exist. And when it comes to animes, yeah, and um, we. <laughs> and uh we talked several weeks back and because it it didn't take too long before we both found out that we both enjoyed anime and then we went on for hours upon hours upon hours talking about anime and stuff like that once we first found out that we both liked anime so i <laughs> so Basically, uh, this is a little bit of an interview, so I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and we, and then you're going to basically, you know, get to. We're going to get to know you a little bit on the podcast here. So the first question is, how did we meet each other? So we met. I just actually looked this. I just went back and looked uh, looked up the statistic. We met about uh, six years ago in the 2014 Minecraft server called Fall Damage that kind of doesn't exist anymore. It's I mean, it's there. On. It's there, but nobody talks or does literally anything in there anymore. That's kind of sad because you is. know, I've it's... met so many online people through there. I met you. I met the members of Morningwood, which is a group gaming group I'm in with uh, Internet Unwind, as he's now known in Hobo Viking. Mm-hmm. I've met a lot of my good internet friends through that group. So it's kind of sad to see it be dead. Yeah, it was just like a really simple six years ago. So I was. I'm 22 now, so I would have been 16. I would have been, I would have been 13, 13, yeah, about 12, 13 years old at the time. So I was pretty freaking young. Um, yeah, so that was that was just like your classic Minecraft server where you had yeah. all the had all the young the, the all the young teenagers playing on it at that point, and now we're all grown up and none of yeah. us touch Minecraft anymore, and that's probably why the group I, died. I, I, well, everybody else that's in that group really doesn't touch Minecraft anymore, like, uh, like the, um, what, what's he, who is, uh, C. Mason known as now? Oh, Coyocitor, sorry. Uh, C. Coyocitor. Mar- yeah, he's not known as Coyocitor. Yeah, sorry, I forgot, I don't know why my brain didn't think of that, but, and then, uh, you got Dragon Feathers, she was on there for quite some time, and I haven't talked to those two in forever, and, um, I talked to, um, Internet Unwind, or, yeah, I talked to him. A little yeah, bit. I still, in, in I still talk to Jake pretty frequently. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still talk to Jake pretty frequently. I still talk with Hobo Viking pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Me, Panda, Sign, Sarnorian, and uh, and Dragon Feathers. We still do that D and D every once in a while. Once yeah. our schedules align and all seven planets are lined up perfectly for our schedules to match to be able to play a game, mm-hmm. which is the problem that every D and D group has ever that ever existed. Yeah, that's unfortunately true. Uh, there's like this whole big thing in the the fall damage with uh, with Pathfinder, and I never really got into it. And um, I, even though I sat it uh, a couple times while you while you all were uh, playing, and uh, you know, uh, it, it's interesting to see how much we've like grown up and stuff like that in the in the past six seven years. We started off as a Minecraft 
as a Minecraft thing, and then we all, like, kind of branched out, and, uh, Jake still plays Minecraft, uh, I think he does a few more, uh, he, he's done a few live streams just recently on, uh, Twitch and stuff like that. Jake's content has changed more from gaming into more of, like, live-action kind of stuff. Yeah. He, like his his streams are gaming, but he's mostly live action channel, which work has yeah. worked out pretty well for him. He's yeah. he's made a pretty decent decent following and stuff, which is really yeah. nice. I'm happy to, I'm happy to see his success. Right, right, and he's been growing quite a bit lately, so I'm happy I'm happy about that. And uh, you know, it it's it's amazing to see what how how far Jake has be, uh, grown up and stuff like that. Because you know he was a gaming channel, and then he started growing into more like live action kind of things, and. He's done his editing styles is incredible actually, because I've just started watching some of his more recent content. And yeah, he is he is an I amazing editor editing. when it comes I to that. I love him. His editing is incredible. So I'm gonna quickly switch over. To, we're gonna go from the past and we're gonna talk about the present. As what do you do right now? Uh, so right now I currently work as a chef in a small Italian restaurant, and uh, I work. <laughs> And that's kind of it. Just work and watch. I, I work. I work. I come home. I read manga. I you know. I do. I do have a functioning life outside of being a weeaboo, which is why yeah. I really don't consider. Which is why I really don't consider myself a weeaboo because that's more 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 of a closet weeaboo is the best way yeah, to put it. Yeah, yeah. I'm more. I'm one of those people who don't know who likes anime until you say, "Hey, you like anime?" And then I then you know we and click and you, we and know yeah instantly. Uh, just open the floodgates to your quote unquote my anime list persona and basically yeah and to be honest and to be honest my friends kind of call me the same thing too because i am on in a sense more of like a statistic kind of guy like if you tell me about a series and stuff like that i'll look it up and i'll be all like oh i know you know this main character is voiced by this guy who also plays this guy and i've watched you know that anime blah 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 blah. i'm like i'm like that but more with plots (laughs) <laughs> like I, you know, if I if I've never seen a series, someone could tell me about it. I'll go into my anime list. I'll read this, like you know, the the non spoiler synopsis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll keep that in my head. So when I hear, you know, let's say I watch another series with a similar plot, remember, I'll be able to remember. Oh, I read about this other series that reminds me of this plot. I can go and watch that. And you know, I'm really good at taking what you know someone enjoys. Like someone can tell me, oh, I really like these, you know, four animes. Oh, I can yeah. kind of, I can, I can kind of calculate that in my head and be like, okay, well, if you really like those four. Here's six of the other ones you'd like, mm-hmm. and I'm you, you know I'm not perfect with it because people got their taste, but I'm pretty I'm pretty good at being able to recommend yeah. things people would enjoy, which is why I've always kind of wanted to jump into this kind of podcast YouTube scene with it so I can spread spread you know good series that people might not have heard otherwise, and which and speaking of um uh like jumping into like YouTube and podcasts and stuff like that what 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 are your like future plans? for like you know the very near future very far distant future what are you trying to accomplish in the uh, next coming years or so so i'm trying to get try to put together a small group called the called non-taku name subject to change or you know people who who are similar to me who just you know are not quite that level of otaku but really enjoy this kind of content yeah just you know put it'll be on kind of be a podcast network is what the ideally is maybe some reviews here and there a rival podcast, maybe? No, I'm <laughs> Partner uh, podcast. We'll do that, that. that. That's a little better. That That's probably better terminology. Because, um, I, mean, I mean, we've talked a bit. You're going to be on it quite frequently. Yeah. So, because um, I've always been, and in, in, 
you'll get to know me a little bit more probably in the next couple of weeks here because Alex will do the same thing that I'm doing today. Uh, so in the next couple of episodes maybe. And um, uh, I've been really into getting into podcasts lately, uh, especially like the last two years. I've listened to a lot of podcasts, but I really haven't had the opportunity to really do many podcasts. And just these last couple of last couple of months, I've been getting my foot into the the door of podcasting and stuff like that. And I really haven't had like a group uh, of like a podcast. Like the most I've had in a in a podcast was like three. And I kind of want to see what would what would it be like to have like a like a group podcast, like what you said, the non taku, uh, the non taku um, group that you're planning on starting up here in the near future so um i'm excited to see where i'm, I'm excited to see where that goes uh well see when it comes when it comes to podcasts you have to hit a magic number and honestly with you having a three people three to four is perfect because i done i've done test episodes of the non-taku this has been something i've had in the works for the, probably the last three years mm-hmm. when i first when i first had the idea i recorded test episodes with six people on it and there's a reason that it was a test that never got released <laughs> Because having six people on there That's is chaos. way too excessive and chaos. So the That's magic number is between, you know, a host and about three guests. You, yeah. you know, four, pe- four people on it is about the perfect combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you get more than four, then you'll have that that issue of, you know, people talking over each other. And then just, it's chaos. And having four is probably the magic number. So, I... I <laughs> um, so... You are what you call you you call yourself a closet weeaboo, but the question that I want to ask the the most here for today, you're on the Japanaholic podcast, which is a Japan podcast for Japanaholics by a Japanaholic. How much of a Japanaholic are you? How much do you love Japan, and how and how much do you see it in your future? I guess is what I'll ask. Ah, uh, I, I enjoy Japan quite a bit. I have plans to eventually travel there just because I've, I want to, as a chef, I want to try the different, as someone who's in chef and training, I would like to try the cuisines of different countries from, you know, their source instead oh, yeah, of going yeah, yeah, to yeah. the shitty Japanese restaurant down the road. <laughs> I am also someone who is, I wouldn't say obsessed, but I really enjoy nature. Like in the oh, summer, yeah. in the yeah. summer, like I'll take, I'll take a, a manga book and I'll go into, I live in a kind of up. I live in like the upstate New York area, so we have very extensive like trails and hiking. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll grab a backpack. I'll throw like whatever manga you know, or light novel I'm reading in it, and I'll go just into nature and sit there and read and just kind of yeah. enjoy the scenery and stuff. So that's another big thing is I want to go to I want to travel and see the other sceneries of countries such as Japan. Oh yeah, because like um, because I'm I'm a huge traveling guy myself, so I really enjoy like nature and stuff like that, especially in like places like Ireland, Iceland, Greenland, some nice areas of nature and stuff like that. And traveling is definitely something I want to do outside of you know Japan. So I I really enjoy um especially because uh, I, I where I live, which is in upstate Indiana, there's not much here in terms of like trails and parks and stuff like that. It's just mostly woods and cornfields and you kind of get then the you know in the Midwest, not the Midwest, somewhat Midwest uh, to the east coast of uh, the United yeah, States. You, you have average America basically. Yeah you got the average America you, you live in like the very epic the very the I can't speak. I'm sorry. You live in the epitome of 
average America. <laughs> yeah, cornfields, meth labs, not so much, not so beautiful parks and destroyed woods with like a billion trees on the ground. It's not, it's not the picture perfect area that a lot of people see United uh, the United States in. So, uh, thankfully the area, thankfully the area I'm in is quite well known for its yeah nature. Yeah, and. and kind of jealous (laughs) alright so my next question here has to do with anime and I don't know if you can limit it to a top 3 but give us give us some of uh, your favorite animes and some animes that you are currently you know trying to watch so I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit you gave me me that told me you're going to ask me about my top 3 a couple days ago so I've had time to try to sit and Ah. process that such impossible thought of trying to limit it to three. So I've kind of broken it down to three categories of three. Like it's not going to be my apps. It's not going to be my top three in any order, but it's going to be top three that have a really significant meaning to me. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I'll list my top five. So I have to start with one would have to say, uh, this is in no particular order. I have to say spirited away. It's a, it's a studio Ghibli film. Yeah. Uh, I watched it when it first came out when I was a kid, and that's what opened my eyes to just the beauty of anime. And that's, I guess, what my Weave Awakening was yeah. when it was first released in America under the English dub. Mm-hmm. I didn't bother to look at the, the exact year, but yeah. it was around then that I realized what anime was, and it was my favorite movie up until about 2012. I so I would I would say if you want to get somebody into anime, then possibly show them Spirited Away or just some sort of uh, Ghibli film. Any anything Ghibli is great because yeah. a, a lot of Americans have at least seen one Ghibli film, whether they know what anime even is. Yeah, that is true. Because if we're talking about anime to get people into anime, I would have to go with Cowboy Bebop as the oh, yeah. perfect oh. Cowboy Bebop is the perfect gateway anime to get mm. people into it. But that's not on my top five, on my top three list here. All right, what do you got? What what else do you got? What else do you got? For number two, this this is the one I really struggled with mm. because I have Future Diary of Mariah Nikki. That was the anime. Uh, Spirited Away might have shown me what anime was, but Mariah Nikki is what grabbed me by the ankles and dragged mm. me into the abyss that is known as Weavedom. <laughs> but then there is the anime that brought me. Back into Weebdom once I fell out, RE0. Oh, RE0. One see, of my I'll, favorites. As I mentioned before, you know, in the more closeted Weeb thing is that, you know, anime is not always a giant part of my life. I'll have time periods where I just don't watch or read anything for a while just because I got stuff going on and don't have the time. Yeah, that's... Or, or that's alternatively, it could be airing shows have no interest to me at all oh yeah so so re zero came in a dry spell for me where i had no interest in anime or no i shouldn't say no interest in current anime and then i watched it and it was the anime that got me really back into anime like i saw re zero and said fuck i have to start watching this kind of stuff again (laughs) yeah because but i have to i have to solidify the mirai nikki as the number two slot here Uh... after after a lot of debating just because that is the anime that really got me full force into it. Okay, yeah, because I've seen a lot. It is, of... n- it is not known as the best. I'll yeah, give it that. True, I'm I'm true. able to admit their flaws, but this is not a top three of all time list. It's the top three in my heart list. No, and I I have watched it 
probably more times than anyone else has watched Mariah Nikki, to be honest with you, for obscure <laughs> 2000, 2010 anime. I've seen... I've seen... I've a... watched it... I've watched it eight times. Holy crap. Because I, I watched it in two, in January of 2010. I believe the exact date was January 14th, 2010. Because, wow. yes, I wrote it down. <laughs> and I watched it twice that year. Wow. I've watched it... I've watched it once every year since then. But I did skip one... I skipped one year. Wow. I skipped... I, I believe I skipped... Uh, it was 2020. I haven't watched it yet this year, and I haven't watched it last year. So I've skipped two it. years. Got to get to it this so year I've, already. So I've watched it about, I'd say about ten times, probably, if I think about Damn. it, because I've I've also shared it with friends. I've watched it along with them. I've watched it a lot. Yeah. I I haven't gotten into that series just quite yet, and I'll probably get to it sometime soon, because I've seen a lot of people who have recommended uh, Future Diary, and I've I really like the story, and I like the synopsis, I just haven't got the time. To- I just haven't had the time to watch it. It'll probably hey, get into listen. I'll be entirely honest with you. As someone who's prompting this as his number two on this fictional top three list, it's not the best. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna sit here yeah. and tell you it's you know the golden anime, the best thing you'll ever watch. It's really not the best. I just I really enjoy it because you know it's what got me into anime. That's and true. Tip- and honestly, everyone's first anime usually is on their top three list. Uh... Most people. <laughs> most people. Well, we'll get to yeah. we'll get to what you're laughing yeah. at shortly after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually, <laughs> usually the anime that gets people in anime stays pretty near and dear to their heart when it comes to them making a top three, top yeah. five list. Yeah, it does. It does. All right. Uh, what do so you now? What do you got now for, for number, number three? three? What do you got? What do you got? So I, I thought about this a lot. I thought about I should do number three as what my current favorite. Well, I shouldn't say current favorite. What recently I've been really enjoying. But recently mm-hmm. is earned its way into my top ten list because mm-hmm. I have a whole top ten list. You know, it's I constantly mean, everybody changing. Does. Everybody does. So, obviously, yes. Yeah. So this is one. So I thought I would put the most recent thing to drag his way into my top ten list, and that'd be JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I am. Quite ashamed to admit that I have become a Joe bro. <laughs> oh. I, I, for years, and I mean for years, since I first got into anime, or I shouldn't say that because I think JoJo wasn't really popular in 2010 in the mainstream at least, but as it, soon as I became it, aware of what JoJo's was, I was vehemently, nope, I don't like this, I'm not going to watch it, I hate this already, I'm not going to watch it. An- animation? And then, was it because of the animation? Not even that, it was just oh. like, the... It just didn't seem appealing to me. Oh, okay. And see, then about a month ago, my mm-hmm. friend watched it and wouldn't fucking shut up about it. And I said, you know what? <laughs> Fine. I'll give it a try. And then over the course of three hours, I've read the entire Phantom Blood manga. Oh, man. And then over the course of two days, I'd watched the entire Phantom Blood anime. Actually, no, it was more like the course of three days because I was watching it after work. Oh, yeah. And and then over the course of the week, I watched all of part three. And then this morning, I started reading part four, and I'm already halfway through it. Wow! Now, so it is, so it is quickly taken over my I anime. S- manga I could tell. I could recently. I could tell. And um, one of my other buddies here, who I'll, uh, who I'll introduce into the podcast here later. I think it, I think it'll be in April, early April, early to late April. Uh, Brody, he talked about you know he he didn't really think he was going to be into JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, and then he started watching it, and then it became one of his 
uh, favorite animes as well. So pretty much, if you don't like JoJo's Bizarre Adventures, give JoJo's Bizarre Adventures a shot. Next thing you know, you'll, it'll probably be in your top ten list. Maybe that's the best. That's the best way to put it. Is if you don't, if you haven't watched JoJo's and don't like it, maybe maybe watch it. Or even try reading it. if you're quick. Like that's the thing with me. I'm a very quick reader. So, yeah, that's uh, so, what, once, that's so when he said, hey, you should you should really read JoJo, so I was like, fine, I'll give it a shot. Because I'm able to read, you know, 20 pages in an hour. Yeah. So I can quickly go, I can quickly read that 20 pages and get like a gist on it. And if I didn't like it, okay, well, I wasted an hour. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. So I really ended up enjoying it. I... So now, now, if we expand this out to my top five, that's when this all starts changing. Okay. <laughs> So, ignoring the categories, if I had to go for top five, it would be Future Diary, RE0. I would then have to throw in Dan Machi, or Is It Wrong to Pick Up Chicks in the Dungeon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of my favorite. If we're talking about light novels, that's my all-time favorite light novel, but I kind of have to separate it, you know, anime-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm going to throw in there Spice and Wolf, which oh, is yeah, one I really show. enjoyed. That's a good show. Spice and Wolf's a really good one. Devil's a Part-Timer. Oh, that is a good show. Devil's a part-timer is my go-to anime of I'm doing stuff, I'm going to throw it on in the background and have it on, and I can look up and laugh and remember that scene. And now we start getting into more top ten now. We got Kori Desukawa Zombie, or Is This a Zombie? Yeah. I hesitated to put it on the list just because I had almost got my top three just because it is a anime that got me through some tough times just because I was having a really shitty time period, and watching that was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life at that point. I really enjoy it. It's kind of decisive because a lot of people don't like it just based on the pure concept of it. And now we're going to start... Now the top ten starts going through really obscure shit. Mm. Uh, there is Sea Control, The Power of Money and the Soul, oh. which you probably haven't even I, heard of. I have not heard of that. It is a really, really fucking obscure one. I've met one other person... I'm not even talking about it in real life. I'm talking about it on the internet. I've only come in contact with one other person who even knew what it was. Oh, shit. I'm sorry, I've encountered two people who knew what it was, and only one of them had watched it. Oh. It is, imagine your wallet is a Pokemon, and you die when you have no money. And it's about, (laughs) it's about gambling, and stocks, and weird Vocaloid people. It's really enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. Alright, not good. And it it definitely, it's, it's... it earned its slot on my enjoying list. <laughs> I may have to watch that now because that actually sounds pretty, pretty interesting to me. So now we're in the bottom three. This is in no order, of course. Got to throw in some uh, Konosuba there. Oh yeah, Konosuba, obviously good show. Got to throw in the, got to throw in the classic Dragon Ball. And mm. when I say Dragon Ball, I mean Super Z Ball. No GT. GT can go to hell. <laughs> uh. And for that 10th slot, of course, I already talked about it. it got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure there. It's clawed its way into slot number 10. Okay. Good stuff. Now, for talking mangas, that's an entirely different story. It and I'm is. Not prepared for, and that's an entirely different story. And I don't have that list in front of me right now. And I couldn't <laughs> tell you 10, 10 off the top of my head. Oh, man. Hell, that's... with mangas, I can't even... The name of my favorite manga, I can't even tell you what it is right now. Because it's in Japanese, and I can't fucking speak Japanese. <laughs> I, I think the, I speak. believe I believe the English name is In Sheep's Clothing. Oh, it is a really random manga where this dude is like has a really scary face and a shovel talking to the girl he likes, and he falls asleep and wakes up and his sister had forced him to cross dress. Uh huh. And, ang- and angrily he goes to the supermarket where he encounters a girl he likes who can actually talk to him for the first time in his life, which forces him to keep cross dressing to talk to the girl he likes. Huh. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> Okay. Cross it was one of those ones balls. I picked. It was one of those ones I picked up that I didn't think I would like, and the huh. story was really fucking beautiful. Okay. 
Oh, man. And that's all I'm going to talk about manga-wise, because I could not tell you yeah. my own nine. Yeah. I know Sangria is up there. It's a really good one. It's one of those ones where anime completely brutalized. Um, Do you think you can name off a few, that's, a few anime or mangas that you've seen or read that you don't like, whether it's because of the that story or something? I don't like. That's a really difficult question. In my 10 years of watching anime, I've dropped a total of three series. Mm. That's it. I've dropped three. Even if, even if I didn't... If, not really. Well, I mean, it's like, for 10 it's, years... It's, it's a, for 10 years. I was just saying, it's a, it's a really low amount. For, yeah. Well, like, I mean, a good... I mean, good as it's like, most people would probably drop, like, hundreds of anime in 10 years of oh, watching yeah. or something I, like that. I forced myself to finish it. Oh. I forced myself to finish Okay. That's because stuff like, you know, stuff that has recently moved off by top 10, as in, like, uh, So I Can't Play H and Day to Live, mm. I did not like until episode 3. Okay. Or some, and in Day to Live's case, it was episode 4. Okay. So after, after you know, someone kept telling me I should keep watching, I keep watching it. So after I fell in love, after after it took 4 episodes for me to enjoy a series, I figured, hell, it might take 10 episodes for me to enjoy the series. I might love the finale. Okay. So that, that, me- that mentality got me to basically never drop anything unless... I just didn't care about what could happen. Okay. So a good example of that is one of the very few I've dropped was Happy Sugar Life. Oh. I could not. I could not get behind the main character to the point where I did not care. There was not where I went. There was nothing that she could do in the rest of the show that could get me to care and like this mm, show. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I'm I've... trying to think of. I'm trying to think of something. Anything I've else heard I've of? I've heard of uh, the Happy Sugar Life series. And I don't have it in my watch list, and I'll probably, I'll probably give it a give it a chance. I usually give animes a chance before either watch or before dropping it or completing it, depending on if I like it or not. So, um, as long as as long as I have the time for any like anime series, I usually will probably end up watching it. So yeah, that that could probably go on my watch list, and I can see whether or not I can relate to the the main character or not, and see if I can survive it. I don't know. This is Future Taylor talking here while I was editing this. Uh, we found out that uh, Alex's recording software accidentally stopped recording while he was looking up his My Enemy list. So the audio that you're about to hear comes from my end of the spectrum here. Because I was recording the Discord call as well as backup. So it is not 100% the same quality. In fact, it is probably like 20% the same quality. Sorry. Just sorry in advance, and since it is a Discord call, it is expected to lag. So, there's that. But, continue watching. It, it It's still good. One of the things I've disliked, it mostly kind of gets into, like, the really old, old stuff. Like, oh. Armata- Armitage 3. That's, mm-hmm. a, that's that it's an OVA. It is the currently lowest rated thing I have on my, my anime list. Wow. I'm about to pull my list up here so I can see the other stuff I've rated low to talk about what I dislike because I'm a really easy person to enjoy. Yeah, you, yeah. you could take you you could take an anime someone hates and I could pull something out of it to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Like it's really difficult for me to dislike something just that, just for that reason because I can I can always see the good side of something. So let's say it's an awful anime, I can still yeah. go okay. Well, you know, here are three good things about it. Same. That's the same. I'm, I'm the exact I'm, same way. You know, I'm I am admittedly. Uh, pretty pessimist person, but when it comes to stuff like anime, because you know, an- anime is escape from life. 
Yeah. You know, it's what you do. You have a shitty day, you go home, you watch it, and then you pretend you're somewhere else. Yeah. So based on that logic, it's I will make sure I can always find something good about the shit. Or at least, like, you know, at least find something to watch and laugh and enjoy. You know, you don't have to, like, really, you know, get... It's kind of like you don't have to always watch, like, stuff like uh, Spirited Away or Your Lie in April or any of, like, the, the, the animes that show off, like, the good, like, animation side of anime. You can always watch, like, comedies and stuff like that. And, you know, if you're having, if you're having like, what you said, a shitty day, you can always watch these, like, comedies and be all, like... Oh man, I just completely forgot that I was having a shitty day. Now it's a better day because I just laughed my ass off watching That's what, this anime. The best way to describe it is the ability to turn your brain off. Yeah. That's the best that, way. That's the it. best way to describe it is I can turn my brain off and be like, you know what? I can find something enjoyable. I can just go into mush and be like, okay. Yeah. That's how that's how it's been for That's how it, that's that. how it always That's how it always is. I just pulled up my list to look at some of the more low-rated stuff and explain why. Uh, everything is mostly rated pretty above six on my list. <laughs> uh. So with me, I don't when I do ratings in the my anime list, it's not like for this is my actual thoughts on the show. It's more of like where it compares on my list. Like you know, a zero would be the shittiest anime I watched, and a ten would be the best anime I've watched, and the numbers go in between that. Okay, essentially, yeah. it's how it's how I rank. So I have a lot of nines because I've had a lot of shows come close to being my favorite. Basically, mm-hmm. I do not have a. I don't think I have a single ten in here to be honest with you. Oh really? I've yet to. I've yet. I've yet to find a show that I deem as the best anime I think I've watched. Okay. I'm interested to see if there's any anime out there that can make it a ten out of ten on your list here I, soon. It's it's possible it could come one day. If it does, how I want to. Yeah. The. The three shows I dropped were Soccer Request. Oh. I got pretty deep into it to the point where I just said, nothing's happening. I don't think anything will happen. Oh, man. I was about to start watching that series, too. I may Yeah, have... the thing was, it's it's a, the perfect way to describe it is an anime where nothing happens. And I just did not foresee anything happening in the next 15 episodes and said there's really no need to waste these t- the time mm. watching those 15 and the of... other show, I, the other show I dropped was uh, Nozaki Kun. Oh, I've heard of that. I could not fucking stand Nozaki Kun. I know that's kind of a controversial statement because a lot of people don't like it. I do not like the MC at that show. The dude, mm. his fucking denseness is kills me. I know, I know. There's a lot of other char- a lot of other animes have dense characters like that, but they always have like a kind of filler in between. Yeah, you have to deal with that. Yeah, you, they, you know. The yeah. filler in that was just like, every character had something awful about them that I could not find redeemable. Yeah, that's yeah okay. <coughs> All right, so got one final question to ask you here, and it's: Do you prefer to watch the animes subbed or dubbed? See, this is the prime reason to call myself a closet weeb because what I'm going to say is going to make me lose all the weeb credit. Dub. Oh. I personally enjoy the dub over sub. It has always it has always mostly been that way. Now I'm not saying subs are wrong. I will watch a show and su- I will watch a show and a show and sub hundred percent. Okay. But if a dub is if a dub is available and it's not garbage fire, which I've only ever seen one dub that was completely garbage fire, I'll watch it. Just because, you know, it's, it's the language I speak. Mm-hmm. It's easy, you know. I let's say you, 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 if you watch, if you let's use Attack and Titan for example. If you watch Attack and Titan subbed, 
and someone says, you know, someone from the other room calls you and say, hey, Alex, blah, blah, blah. And you, like, talk for five seconds. Three main characters died. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hole in the wall over there. You don't know what the fuck just happened that 30 seconds you looked away. If it's dubbed, you can still, like, you know, answer a question of somebody else in the room and hear in the background what's happening, and it's a little easier to follow. That is true. I will... See... Um, and see, the best way I can describe this is some of if you know I didn't I talked about my all time ten top 10, yeah so I'm about top ten recently. Five of that top ten is subbed only shows. Okay, so yeah. I'm not so I'm not against sub 100. percent I absolutely loved Rascal Does Not Dream About Bunny. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I absolutely mm -hmm. loved Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer acted just like uh, Demon Slayer for me was like our acted like Re Zero. I was out of anime. I watched Demon Wait. Slayer, fell back in love, got sucked back into it. Demon, does Demon Slayer have a dub? Or does it not? It does. It just got dubbed like two days oh. ago when I plan on, I plan on watching oh, it. Oh, shit. All right. That is something you, can look, that's something you can look forward to coming into the Nantaku podcast, or the Nantaku channel, is where I review dubs. <laughs> All right. That will, be for, that, is, that will be for shows that I watched that were released and subbed and down the line got a dub. And I'll talk about the comparisons of the two, my opinion on how the, how the dubbed voices fit the characters and how they portrayed versus the sub. Etc. Okay. I've got like four. I've got four scripts written for that, and I'm looking forward to eventually getting around to it. Awesome. That's actually pretty cool. Uh, that's a pretty cool concept, actually. And I'll. I look forward. So to back, it. You know, back in you know, back in the day when I had first, you know, got into the whole, you know, making. I did it for the sake of getting my voice out there. Mm -hmm. You know, I I grew up in an impression that I grew up more of like I was in an environment for a long time where I didn't have a voice. Yeah, I was, you know, I was due to issues. I was pulled out of school and homeschooled. Yeah, I wasn't around a lot of people and my voice didn't carry a lot of weight. That's true. so what I wanted. So I was making content under the guise of, you know, even if it doesn't matter, I still want my voice to be out there. I want to mm -hmm. you know, talk about my opinions on things. You just that want your voice on, just want the voice on the internet. So that way, if anybody the, vo the voice out there in the ether, that even if 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 I do a review on an anime and even one person heard it and said, "I want to watch the anime now," and they watch it and they enjoy it, that's enough for me. Yeah, and that's you know someone someone once told me don't don't make something for the sake of making it, make it because you want it to exist. Yeah, and that's what's really pushed me to keep doing it because you know you make it because you want it to exist out there. That's, I've, I've had a lot of struggles with that because, you know, my original content model of what I wanted to make, I lost that, you know, wanted to be out there because I found a creator that made exactly the kind of content I want to oh, make, yeah. the exact video styles and everything. I said, you know, That's my a... mission is done with that. I don't need to create this because it's already out there and this person did it a thousand times better than I ever could have hoped to. Yeah, that's the that's the sucky that's the suckiest thing in the world. It's like you want to you want to get your voice out there. You want to have a good like you want to show that you can edit videos well. And then you look online, it's like somebody did the exact same thing as you, and possibly even better. And it's just like uh, it just sucks so much. And you know the, the thing the thing with the internet too is there's so many people on this earth that connect that can connect over everything. Yeah. Back in the back in the 80s, you like this one street anime, well you're fucked because odds are that someone in your small little town doesn't like it too and you can kind of got no one to talk about. Yeah. On the, on the internet now, I'm going to use this as a perfect example. Me and you, we bonded over our favorite fucking dumpster fire yeah. with his domestic <laughs> girlfriend. Yes. We the bonded that over that. We, the fact that we two can meet and bond over the fucking Springfield tire fire there yeah. and his domestic girlfriend. Uh-huh. Is the exact point, the exact reason I want to make content. Is yeah. Just get people, you know, talk with them, 
enjoy this kind of you know enjoy obscure things with people. The best, the best, how, the best feeling. How in many the other world? people are gonna meet? How many of the people are going to meet in this world? They can say they bonded over domestic no Kanojo. One of that's true. The, um, I'm not going to go on this rant right now. <laughs> we'll save that. Save it for later. Save it for later. Um, but the best feeling in the world is obviously like when you're uh, somebody who's getting into anime like me, and it's like mm, I wonder who else is going to get into anime. It so. Um, it's just like at first it's like it's so difficult to find people who enjoy the same content as you like anime wise and stuff like that and then once you finally meet that one person it's like holy shit you like anime and then you just go on and on and on for hours upon hours upon hours about animes and mangas and that's and that's what it's it's <laughs> such a bonding tool yeah. like even for example you know i work in a kitchen I was training a new kid just on the basics, you know, the, the, doing the dishes and how to do the deliveries, the food and stuff. Yeah. He was, quiet, he was a very quiet kid, didn't really talk. Mm -hmm. And on one of the deliveries I was training him on, he noticed that I had a RE0 keychain. <laughs> and he hasn't shut up talking to me since then. And I love that. <laughs> it's just such a great bonding tool over to people. It's just such, it's, that's what I love about it is, you know, I don't, the, what separates me from a lot of the weeaboos is I don't love it because it's Japan. You know, I view it as if it's a regular TV show or watch on live action. I just view it as a source of a media. Mm -hmm. that, that's what really separate, separates me from being a Japanaholic is because I enjoy it as content. Not, I enjoy it as a genre, not as J uh, Japan. Well, yeah. I still love Japan, don't get me wrong. Yeah, obviously, that's fine. And um, it's just such a great... The, the fact that I've been able to make so many bonds mm -hmm. over this that I would not have been able to make otherwise is just a really great thing for me. What uh what I love the most is there it was we because the unfortunate truth is that we really didn't talk to each other like after 2016 or after 2017 when you know fall damage was like slowly but surely like not really like splitting apart like in a bad way but just like drifting apart because like we all wanted to focus on our own content stuff and then like near the end of 2019 uh around yeah around mid to late 2019 you know, I, I don't know exactly what it was. I think I posted something on Facebook or something that we were friends on at the time. And um, uh, it was like an anime that we've both seen. It may have actually been Domestic Not Kind of Show. Or it would have been possibly Rascal. Does that dream body go so nope. I can tell you exactly what it was. You posted on Facebook. The Domestic Girlfriend OP is banging. Oh, yeah. I believe it was. And I said, <laughs> what's... And my exact words of reading that, I said... What's this domestic no? What's this domestic girlfriend thing? <laughs> and I went and I read it and I messaged him. What the fuck did you just have me read? <laughs> and, and and honestly, going back, I don't think we ever talked solo once. Exactly. I think the only time we ever interacted in Fall Damage was with people. I know there. I know there was a stretch of time where we played a lot of the games together, but we were we were always on a call with Vic or Mad or yeah, someone else that was popular in the server at the time. Yeah, and you know we really never talked to each other like one on one. Um, that much until until we found until we both found out that we really enjoyed anime, and then next thing you know, here we are, just spewing a bunch of shit on anime and our freaking life stories, <laughs> including anime. So, because you know, when you think about it, three years isn't that big of a difference, but when you're talking, you know, twelve, you know, a thirteen-year-old to a sixteen-year-old, mm -hmm. you know, there wasn't a lot of a, there was not a lot of grounds for us to get along. That's now true. we've both become adults where age or age to that extent, you know, three three years of it doesn't nothing. matter when it comes it to a friendship. Yeah. 
And then, I don't think we we never got along all that well. Fall damage well, server. I mean, we we never we never really we never fought, but we never. Yeah, we just we, really we never one of those, talked. We, we coexisted is the best way yeah. to put it. Like you, you existed in your corner of fall damage. I existed. Yeah. Damage. We and, rarely interacted in any kind. Mm-hmm. I guess I should that because when I was around that age or whatever, I was just it was at that point where I was just like, I don't really want to, you know talk as much as everybody else does i just kind of want to be in there just be all like you know i'm here that kind of thing so yeah but you know once i posted you know a few things on anime on facebook you know the the inner the closet weeb uh alex became more of an actual weeaboo i guess to me because he started tech you started texting me a whole lot more about like you know not only like domestic narcotics show but also uh rascal this not your buddy girl senpai and you know other animes that you've seen that i've seen and just you know that's the the, the pure bonding power of anime is back in the 80s and 90s it was almost impossible to find people who loved anime uh, around your area, especially since the internet really wasn't around at the time. Now it's almost as if you could say, hey, I like anime, and then there's like 20, 20, peop- like 20 people or whatever on Facebook, Twitter, or whatever to be all like, hey, I like anime too, and here's some of my animes, and next thing you know, you're bonding over, you know, bonding over <laughs> animes and stuff like that. That's incredible. See, I like you're saying anime really has power of bonding and it really brings people together you know it's it's a common joke and a meme in the thread of yeah. anime yeah. that you know the power of friendship and bonding is what wins the day but in reality that's what anime does it brings people together and it really bonds them and that's that is in the core yes what i enjoy about anime yeah we, we could go on about how you know my preference for isekai comes from you know how anime is an escape and then the isekai is the perfect escape in the world we'll go into that in future detail in another episode yep but honestly, right now, I think would be the best time to wrap up this episode of the Japanaholic podcast. Uh, Alex will be back and he'll interview me as you'll be able to get to know the host of the Japanaholic podcast a little bit more next week. Tune in same time as always, 1030 in the morning, Eastern Daylight Time on the Japanaholic podcast. I'm Taylor Fry, joined by the joined by Alex. Say good. Say goodbye, Alex. Hey, it's been great getting to know you all, and I look forward to continuing on in Japanaholic, and I look forward to having you know, anyone else who could be on this with the Nantaku and having a nice little partnership going on here. All right. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been the Japanaholic Podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night.